Hey everybody, welcome. My name is Matt and I'm here with Andrew. Today we're going to be talking about why the Hulk is so hard to get right in both movies and TV, the history of the big guy on screen, and where to go from here. So grab your popcorn and Reese's Pieces and let's break it down on the Post Credit Podcast. We watched it when we were younger. Maybe I, we watched did. reruns and stuff because I think it started in 1978. I did, but it's it's you know kind of one thing I want to talk about too is is you know the mental aspect or mental disease aspect of it, and that one really really showed that TV show was really really um, you know I mean he was depressed constantly in that show like I mean he was just down on himself you know I mean. He, he, it's rare you actually saw him laugh and joke and happy on that show as his as a character. You know, it it just wasn't wasn't a lot of laughter and happiness there. You know, I mean, yeah. And and for those of you uh, uh, tuning into this episode, we are talking about the Hulk today. Um, we're we're talking about the iterations we've seen on screen. So uh, the the TV show from the seventies uh, and eighties. And uh, also the Eric Bana Hulk, uh, directed by Ang Lee, and the Edward Norton um, Hulk, directed by Louis, uh, how do you say his last name, Letier or something like that? Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a, I'm very um, uncultured, so I can't <laughs> pronounce these names that are in other, um, but yeah, in the, in the original TV show, uh, that, that started off with uh, two different movies. They were kind of like, you know, you usually have pilot episodes. These right. were like pilot movies. So you had the Incredible Hulk one, and then I think there was Death in the Family. Uh, looks like there was some kind of a, a Death in the Family and the Return of the Incredible Hulk before um, the actual series started. And those two movies played in 77, and uh, season one actually started in 1978 in March. Yeah. Um, so about, what, four or five months later, um, that started out. Um, the premise of that show is actually closer to the... Um, Comic books. Well, well, it's closer to the... I think it's closer to Edward Norton because uh, Edward Norton, both yeah. Edward Norton and the Bill Bixby TV show, they both did it intentionally. They both strapped themselves into chairs and had and, and had the experiment done on them. Right. Whereas the Eric Bana one, that's probably more closer to the, the, the comics as far as how he got it because he was saving somebody. Even though in the comics it was like out in a field, right? Where right, Eric right. Eric Bana's, it was in the in Right. It, it came about during the time of, you know... Basically, comic books with with the Hulk came about around the time you know where they were they were more so doing you know like atomic you know atomic bomb testing you know out out in you know in Nevada and Arizona yeah, and, and, and New Mexico. In this case, it was a gamma bomb. Test. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's you know gamma radiation. It's the same thing that uh, you know that the uh, Fantastic Four had to deal with too up in space. You know, I mean, it was it was. Uh, it was that that type of radiation, and and you know during that time that they were doing all this testing, and so so basically the comic book, you know, it's it's a pretty pretty famous scene in a comic book as far as that's considered. But you know, uh, he figures out, looks out on the video, and it shows that uh, there's a his, teenager that's snuck yes, on or something. His like assistant, that, right? his, his assistant actually later on gets, I believe, I believe it's Samson. Yeah, with the, with the hair, with the long hair, and that if he cut his hair, then he loses his strength. But he has Hulk-like strength. I mean, you know, the only person 
that had Hulk-like strength that was somewhat close to the the, the power of the Hulk was, as far as good guys go, was She-Hulk, you know, because, I mean, that was his cousin, and she he gave her a blood transfusion. But anyways, back back to his original story was that he, he saw in videos his assistant was out there in the fields, or, or it was a kid. Um, I don't even think it was an assistant. And that kid, kid, that kid actually later on, uh, I was I was reading up. Uh, there was some artist that came on. He did it for twelve or thirteen years and really boosted yeah. the sales for it. And when he came on, that kid had taken over yeah. some of the powers. It wasn't even Bruce Banner until that guy brought it back. Yeah, it, it's it's really weird how it happened because again, you know, he 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 basically drove down there in his military style jeep because he was working for the military, you know, doing all these testings and stuff. And then so he he ends up uh, going down there and pushing the the guy over a, like a little ledge, like a little cliff, to protect him from the gamma blast. And then then basically, uh, you know, Bruce Banner took on the full gamma blast, therefore, you know, turning him into the Hulk. And originally. The the Hulk was not supposed to be green, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, it was it was gray, but it, right. because of the printing, it came yes. out. It just had the green color. Correct? Yes, because it was just easier to to use green than the gray color because it didn't show up in the comic books that age. You know, as far as the color scheme. But so originally, Hulk was supposed to be gray, but then they made him green. Which, funny enough, you know, he does eventually become gray again. You know, he he turns gray red. Um, you know, different iterations. In fact, uh, the colonel, the the one that's always hunting him, mm-hmm. uh, Betty Betty's dad, she uh, she or he uh, ends up becoming the red the Hulk. red Hulk. That's yeah, right. yeah, and he was kind of a bad Hulk, right? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, he was a uh, well, kind of, but he was he was a smart Hulk. You know what I mean? Like like he had all his brains, and and funny enough, he had the big mustache too as well. Didn't he so, <laughs> yeah, but that but been funny you know. To see. Th- and, and the thing with the Hulk is, you know, it was one of the original Marvel characters, along with Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Hulk was was one of the originals. Yeah, I think Hulk know? only came like six months after Spider-Man or something right, like that. Right, right. It was Fantastic Four first, and then Spider-Man, and then Hulk. Correct, correct. And, and, and it just... It's, or maybe that was vice versa. I can't. Yeah, remember. yeah. It's. I mean, Spider-Man was one of the first. I mean, obviously, Fantastic Four really was the... The charter ship it's there, you like know, the first they call it Marvel's first family or yeah. whatever. That that you have, you know, you had the Jack Kirby who went on really to become more famous in the DC universe than he did Marvel more so. I think because the, his style, Jack Kirby's style, was just uh, phenomenal. I mean, it was just full of color, you know. Where where Stan Lee came in with with the storylines, you know, and and you know, obviously Stan Lee, you know, he came out and said, you know, really his favorite character was Spider Man. You know, I mean, that mm-hmm. was just. That's who Stanley. I mean, Stanley's known for all this other stuff, but that's really who Stanley's known for is Spider-Man. You know. Yeah. He yeah. gives a pretty good speech about the Hulk in uh, Mallrats, yep. though. If you yeah, remember that, I do. I do. That that was a very good. That that's why you got to give it up to you know Kevin Smith because he he loved that man. He loves Stanley and he loved everything about him. And he, you know, he's he's one of our our uh, legends. You know, in the Kevin comic Smith. book world. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's. He's a legend. Well, he's there. he's done his own stories, didn't he? Write some Daredevil, and uh, he's he's right. written a few t- a few books, hasn't he, he? He actually lately he's been dwelling in or uh, delving into the uh, CW universe. Okay. He did quite a few Supergirl episodes. Um, he he uh, he uh, did quite a few Supergirl episodes, and and you know he he went with the story, but you know it, it's kind of one of those people that you really feel safe leaving comic book in in, in general in their hands and he's a fan yeah because he won't he won't do him wrong you know what i mean he i mean i'm not saying that that he 
He didn't, but you know, the, they'll try to keep more original than anything else, really. Yeah. Um, so he did. He did some. So it looks like he did. Kevin Smith did some Batman. He did some Daredevil, yeah. Green Hornet, uh, and he even did a Spider-Man Black Cat. Yeah. Uh, deal. But yeah, I mean, well, he owns his own comic book store. You know, the comic uh, book guys, all that. Yeah, so. he had to buy all those back too because he sold all his comic uh-huh. book collection just to make clerks. Yeah, which so I'm sure he took. I wonder how long it took to get that collection. That back. man's got a, a. I guarantee you, he's got a uh, um, a Superman one. I guarantee <laughs> you, I guarantee. I know, I know Eminem does, from what I hear. Eminem I, does. Yeah, Eminem actually Bastard. owns a super. He apparently he's got a a massive comic book collection, but he does own that Superman that that amazing uh um not amazing fantasy because that's Spider Man but uh uh action action comics you know okay yeah um uh. He he actually owns. I know he owns that one, yeah, but I, I guarantee you, number one. Yeah, I guarantee you, Kevin Smith got it. I mean, he he can't have none. But. Well, let's 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 kind of get into this. Uh, you 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 kind of uh, had come up with the idea to talk about this, and and the Hulk is very different than than a lot of superhero characters, and it's a lot of he, he's very different than a lot of the superhero characters just in Marvel, much less uh, DC. DC is like a lot more fantastical, I think. You know, whereas Marvel's still more grounded, but. Um, when Stan Lee f- first created this character, um, he uh, th- he was having trouble trying to come up with idea- an idea, and and he wanted to make a monster. So inspired by Frankenstein and uh, Jekyll, uh, Doctor Jekyll, what is it called? The full title, I believe, is the the Curious Case. Uh, maybe that's Benjamin Button. Yeah, that's Benjamin. Button. It's the something case <laughs> of of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Right. But you know uh, that that talks you know that talks about a scientist who who experiments and, and basically has a split personality, and uh, and the the um, comic book writer I was talking about before is P- Peter David. Um, he came on, I believe it was in the eighties. Um, but he had a, a, a 12 year run on the Hulk and you know, the, the books just weren't selling the comic books weren't selling. And, um, he, he came in and, and really boosted the sale. And it wasn't until he killed, uh, Betty in the comics that, you know, um, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the head, head people at Marvel wanted him to, you know, uh, after you kill uh, Betty, you know, wanted him to just like kind of run rampant and just go crazy because, you know, his wife had died, wanted to do this whole story. And, yeah. you know, he didn't really want to do that. So that was like the last issue he wrote. But he jumped into this one. He he wanted to explore the reoccurring themes of the Hulk's multiple personality disorder. Yes. And, and it, that's what you wanted. Yeah. To yeah. And, and you, you want to talk about more so of, of the creation of Hulk. You know, and, and and why he was created. I kind of want to look more so on the, uh, you know, again, this is, it seems like it just, a, oh, okay, we're talking about comic books again, or we're talking about a character. But, you know, I I really felt like this character, it, I mean, it's technically two characters in one, really, you know, and, and, and you know, you really want to talk about the creation of it and, and what you know about it. I want to talk about, you know, the representation of, of it, you know, I mean, you do too representation, but the mental represent representation of the Hulk. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think, you know, what we kind of mainly wanted to talk about was, was why it's so hard to make a Hulk movie Correct. and why there hasn't been much success with it. Yeah. And diving into that goes with the, with the, the personality issues. And, you know, a lot of people yeah. go into the Hulk movies thinking, you know, okay, there's gonna be another superhero movie, but it's really a Doctor and Jekyll, Mister Hyde type Absolutely. of story, to where yep. this guy hates who he is, 
and is trying to find a way to destroy the thing that we're there to watch. Right. You know, he wants to get rid of the thing that we're there to watch. Yeah. And so it's not like a superhero discovering his powers and us going through the amazement and wonder, you know, wonderment of that or whatever. Yeah. It's 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 us, you know, going as an audience, uh, you know, wanting to see a superhero and instead seeing, uh, you know, this tortured guy who's trying to get rid of what we think is so cool. And, and, you, and you nailed it right on the head with that. I mean, that's that's... This character, you know, I mean, both both characters, the Hulk and Bruce Banner, you know, I mean, that's it's a tortured character. There's nothing, you know, yeah, and it's a monster story. It, too. it is, and I mean, you know, Hulk will tell you, like he always does, Hulk is the strongest there is, you know, and and as many catchphrases, right, right. Now, and and that's the thing, you know, you see such a powerful character that you would think would translate so easily over into film. You know, or, you know, movie or even, you know, anime cartoon type field. But, you know, they it just seems like he cannot have a standalone movie. He can't be by himself, even though he's two characters in one. Basically, you know, you you would think that, you know, yeah, you've got two characters right there that you can you can deal with both sides of it. But it's so hard, even in the cartoons, to have Hulk by himself. You, You know, it's it's like. The, the the character of Bruce Banner is so deep. There's so much to him. He's he's such a human where the Hulk is just a mindless beast, you know, and, and that's just one iteration of the Hulk, you know. I mean, in comic books, you had the Hulk as a gangster, you know, the Hulk in the, in the suit and everything. He Yeah, he, he was in the three-piece suit gangster. So he's like Kingpin? Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, and But that's, you know, that's, that's like when... Leprechaun in the hood right, or something. Right, but that's when the Hulk took over, you know. And, and yeah, you did have smart iterations of the Hulk, but it never, the Hulk is is a, a sinful creature, I guess you could say, you know, where you got the human who, who has morals and beliefs and things like that. When the Hulk, really, when he takes over, he, he doesn't really He's do, the anti-hero. He's the anti-hero. And, and, and just look at, look at, uh, with uh, Avengers, the last Avengers, you know, you saw him sitting at the table and then people coming up asking for his a picture of him and signature of him. And I mean, he was just almost acting like, you know, he was a God or a movie star or a, uh, a rock star or something like that. You know, I mean, sitting at that table, he, you know, he was just kind of strutting his stuff, you know, and, and that's that even, even the Mark Ruffalo iteration of the Hulk was, you know, prideful, you know? Well, and, and if you look at it, you know, most fans, they want to go into a Hulk movie and they want to be terrified of the Hulk. Right. We should be terrified. Yeah. We should look at it as, as glee, but also be terrified of it. I didn't get that with Mark Ruffalo. I mean, no. when we were getting it in the Avengers and everything, but even in, in, in the first few Avengers movies, yeah. there was a little little tough part there whenever he turned and, and you thought he was, was going to kill yeah. Black Widow in, yeah. in the very, very first yeah. Avengers movie. Okay, well, yeah, in the first one, he wasn't as pacified as he, as he right, was right. in the, in the yeah. following. And it moves along and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, it should be frightening. And, and 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 I'll just say at the outset right now, the Edward Norton, uh, uh, Louis Letier um, yeah. version of the Hulk, that's my favorite Hulk movie. Me too. And a lot of people don't like it. And it's like, well, when you compare it to other Marvel movies, yeah, because they still hadn't got Hulk right. But he was a lot more terrifying in that movie. I think he looked better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, it was just like, it was like King Kong, Godzilla... Uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, know. I mean, whenever you had um, uh, Tim Roth's character, um, who eventually became uh, the Abomination, 
but when he first came in and he was taking out all those people, you, know, you had to do the obligatory um, first changing, make it really dark so you can't see what the Hulk looks like or whatever. But it was, I mean, even when he was fighting the tanks and everything like that, I, I prefer the Hulk not smart because I think he's he's a lot more terrifying when he doesn't have that Bruce Banner. Now, you know, I understand that they, they had a good run with some of the, the smart Hulks in the comic books and everything, but um, Ang Lee's, you know, that was more comic booky. but, you know, comparing, you know, Edward... Edward Norton's to um, to Mark Ruffalo's, I'd say I, I preferred Edward Norton's. I, Mark Ruffalo's did a fantastic job as the character. He did. He's very very likable as Bruce and all that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of people like that. You can still kind of see his face in the Hulk. I don't. I don't really think we need to because I mean. Even Stan Lee has said you're supposed to look at these as two different people. It's like a split personality. Right. This isn't just Bruce. Just I mean, this is disorder. like a split personality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, you know, what what do you think about like what they did with Mark Ruffalo and and not only not only making him smart but making his face seem you know a lot like Mark Ruffalo's. Here's my breakdown pretty quickly. Okay, you got Mark Ruffalo. They want to make a they want to make a solo movie with him. I don't think it'll be successful because, you know, basically they're showing, okay, Mark Ruffalo, eh, he defeated the Hulk. He controls the Hulk now. It's like uh, turning on a light switch. I mean, everything's all per- hunky-dory. They're going to pass it to She-Hulk uh, is what or, you're getting to, right? Uh, no, well, no, I mean, you know, that would be pretty awesome. But what I'm saying is is he's it, there's no way that even Bruce, any Bruce Banner iteration can hold on to the Hulk for a moment. Okay. What about Ed, when they Ed, went Ed, smart with him in the comics? Though? Well, well, that's what I'm saying is it was it didn't last very long. It didn't last very long. In fact, uh, most recently, about ten years ago, they ended up making him smart, and uh, and he he felt like losing control, things like that. But he he actually um, he was killed in in the comic books. He was actually killed. Smart Hulk. Uh, yes, Hulk in general. Um, what it was is when he was kind of smart and he had his brains about him and, and Bruce Banner gave Hawkeye, said, here, here's an arrow. Point it to the back of my head. He showed him where to point it and he said, shoot me here before I turn into the Hulk. Killed the Hulk. Hawkeye hit, kill, ended up killing the Hulk in the comic books and he really did die until he mm. got brought back about <laughs> Until he got no brought back about a year ago. No, 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 never that. But but what I'm saying is is... With let, let's get me let me get back on topic here with with the Mark Ruffalo I don't think it's going to be that successful because they just you can't you can't control the the Hulk that quickly and and run the Hulk I know it is a continuation of the Edward Norton one but you know there's no way that he could have that much control over the Hulk and just kind of dance around like he's this and that that's never happened that easily that quickly now the edward norton the reason i like that one because he was still a mindless beast he had control of getting to that point where he would turn into the hulk he could control himself so he wouldn't get to that that point easier than eric banna or yeah eric banna did uh in the first one but you know this this hulk that that the second hulk the edward norton hulk he murdered people i mean we're talking like Soldiers, tons of soldiers, and and people in Brooklyn, you know, and and things like that. Well, I mean, that peop- the, the abomination that was, and that was Harlem. I, I get that. Harlem, not I, Brooklyn. I, well, okay, yeah, there we go. But but you know, you look at the the Mark Ruffalo one. 
it doesn't actually show him actually killing a single person. Same thing with the just Eric aliens. Banner. Just yeah, aliens, but you know, brainless they aliens they don't that count. don't count. Yeah, and for real quick, just to jump into the history of of Hulk in movies, um, Universal owns the distribution rights to the Hulk. Um, and so, you know, you, you had this fire sale that Marvel did where they sold off their properties to, to save money and everything. And you had Fox that bought, uh, bought up um, Fantastic Four and X-Men. Uh, Sony bought up PlayStation. Yeah. Uni- Universal um, owns the distribution rights. Um, so every time a Hulk movie is made, basically no money. Marvel makes no money. Yeah. Uh, Universal Universal distributes it, and um, they make all the money because that's how studios make all their money is off of distribution. Right. So um, they haven't wanted to do a solo one because you know they they put in money for it, but they don't get any returns. And they and Universal has been unwilling apparently to come to the table like Sony did. Um. And and it's really pissed. I mean, there's a there's a um. Uh, an interview with Mark Ruffalo where he was next to, I can't remember who he was next to, but he was pissed. You know, he's, you know, he, apparently he, he says you will never see a Hulk solo movie with this iteration of the Hulk. And when they said, why he said, because universal doesn't like to make money. Yeah. So apparently there's some kind of issue there where, you know, universal is not going to let that go. And, you know, they're, they're going to keep making the money. So that's why we haven't, you know, passed Edward Norton one. I think they did that to establish, you know, in the MCU and everything, but they haven't made it, made an, uh, another one because they won't make any money off of it. Well, there was actually an interview with uh, Edward Norton right after he had made this Hulk, and, and he straight up told him, he said, you know, kind of in the works that um, there, there's possibly uh, two more Hulks. He's like, I, I want to do two more. You know, I mean, he re- he was raring to go, and 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 like I said, you know, I mean, he, if you look at the comic book iteration of Bruce Banner, okay. It looks like Edward Norton, you know. I mean, just the body he, build, he everything else. Oh, he was nerdy, wasn't? Yeah. He? Oh, yeah. He was nerdy, skinny, scrawny little guy. You know. I mean, they, they did that on purpose, obviously. So he he definitely was no Eric Bana, who no, had just gotten out of no. Troy, all ripped or, and muscle. Or even Mark Ruffalo, if you look at Mark he was Ruffalo. The most, <laughs> yeah, Mark Ruffalo is a pretty big guy too. You know. He, yeah, but I mean, he's more kind of like, and I love you, Mark Ruffalo, but I mean, more kind of schlubby. Whereas yeah. you got Eric Bana, like seriously, he just got done, or, or right around that time he was he had made Troy, and he's just like this jacked guy, the most unconvincing Bruce right. Banner nerd. And then you got Edward Norton, who who for plenty of roles like American History X, I mean, got got buff, you know, but, for but generally the, he's scrawny. yeah, the, generally speaking, he's he's kind of a skinny scrawny guy. I mean, don't don't count that dude out. I mean, he's one of the most outstanding actors out there, Great Edward actor. Norton. Um, I mean, but you know, he, he looked like. Like Banner, you know, and Liv Tyler did such a great. I love great, Liv Tyler. Great, uh, Betty, Betty, uh, uh, it, it did such a great Betty, Betty Ross. Yeah, Betty Ross. There we go. Yeah. Um, but did such a great Betty Ross, and and you know she 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 really kind of you know filled that more wholesome version of Betty Ross. You know where where uh, Jennifer Connelly was kind of really. Um, really weird about it you know i mean her, her her betty ross was just you know she was she was a scientist you know and in in that iteration of the hulk where in the the you know Liv tyler was not the the smart you know super smart scientist type person you know and as much as as you know jennifer Connolly was you know and um with uh you know and, and obviously we don't even see another iteration of of Betsy Ross in um, or Betsy Ross, <laughs> Betty, Betty Ross, 
But, you know, I mean, I... I, I think they call her Betsy I, every once in a while, don't they? Or something? Well, and, and on top of that, I guarantee you Stan Lee did that on purpose. <laughs> so, um, but no, it, it the, throughout the iteration, that's why my, my I don't think a, a new Hulk would do really any good because they they really clipped his wings on 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 this well on, i mean on yeah the newer ones. i mean you think of all the people that are hulk fans avengers was great for them age of ultron was great for them they got plenty of hulk action yeah infinity war they got you know what 30 seconds of him fighting thanos I mean, I don't, I don't like to swear and stuff like that, but they, they cut his nuts off basically. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just yeah, say, it, I mean, you know, it's, it, I mean, it's bad because I mean, even in, you know, you get the the 30 seconds there, and then he's in the Hulkbuster suit, which you know that made no sense. It's like why would Bruce, why wouldn't be Bruce, uh, Bruce be helping Shuri? Anybody could have been in that Hulkbuster suit. Or Literally something one like of the that. smartest people on the planet, and he was in, he was, you know, play, looked like he was uh, in virtual reality playing a video game or something. Yeah, I don't understand why they put him in the Hulkbuster suit. I think uh, you know he should have been helping the science people since he's a science person. He couldn't bring the Hulk out. There's no reason for him to be out in the battlefield. The only way to explain it away is he was hoping that the Hulk would eventually come out. I don't know. But uh, you, you, you clipped that and you got Hulk fans going to two Avengers movies, Infinity Game and uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And he didn't do anything. Even in Endgame, you know, he pretended to Hulk out when they go into, you know, 2012. And, you know, but he didn't. He's like, Arr. Yeah. And he, and he like made fun of himself, you know? Yeah. And it's like all the Hulk fans, and then you get to the final battle, you're like, okay, well, maybe he'll do something here. Nothing. He, you know, Ant Man sent him down, and I can't remember seeing him for the rest of the battle. Well, not only that, you know, I maybe mean. Maybe he was, but I didn't see well, him. Well, and here's the thing it's, it's like, you don't get Captain Marvel to go and smash up the ship. You just, you send Hulk in there, and he just destroys that ship. That's a thing. Smashes it left and right, and, and, uh, you know, but they—they they, of course they wanted to make Captain Marvel the most strongest one there, and and then, but then you know she even gets lit up by Thanos. You know, and in the comic books, Thanos does knock <coughs> knock Hulk clear across the planet. You know, but at the same time, you know Thanos has been said to say, you know, in the comic books, the only person that he won't mess with is the Hulk. Like if the Hulk is there, he 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 steps away because he he. He, I think he realizes that the Hulk is really has has un un you can't unlimited. gauge yeah unlimited power. I mean, you can't gauge the Hulk. He just gets stronger the matter he is, and he just continues to get matter. So yeah, I think in the comics he's he's unlimited, but in the movie they've tried to give him some kind of a limit there, um, because like you know he stays the, he stays the same size, whereas in Ang Lee's he actually grew with size the matter he got, and I think they actually incorporated that later on in the comics. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it's it's you know we and we've had the discussions about how Endgame could be fixed. You know, with him doing the snap, that causes a break between him and the Hulk, and he goes all Hulk crazy, and he could bring down Thor's ship or whatever, and then he has to spend time bridging that gap again. No, yeah, let me. And give he you, would heal up. Yeah, too. and 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 the fact that Thanos just spanked him like like a like a a two year old child. He just got some good him. hits in, but yeah, you know, I mean, they, I, they. I mean, barely. He didn't even make Thanos lift off his feet. You yeah. know, I mean. It, Infinity War was was Thanos's movie. He was the star of that movie. They had to introduce him and introduce that he was a threat that we haven't seen over the other oh, twenty two movies too. or whatever. But I mean, he was he was you know really introduced to and and you had to take the biggest and baddest. You know, there's always the joke between Hulk and Thor about who's the strongest. But I mean, Hulk was I mean Thor was pummeled easily. He didn't get any good shots in, and uh, the, but the Hulk at least got some good shots. But they had to show 
that not even the Hulk stood up to this guy. So, I mean, I can kind of get that. Uh, you know, I, maybe I wouldn't get as offended as Hulk fans or comic <laughs> fans or whatever. But Well, this, this is where I got offended. I mean, uh, it, it really did offend me. And, and you know, they, they just kind of were like, you know, I mean, granted, you know, it's kind of one of those things when you're watching a movie or TV show and you're like, you're like, that can't happen. That That's just so stupid. It just frustrates you so much. But then you also got to figure, okay, this is how they move the movie along. It might frustrate you. But more than likely, it's going to come back around, and you're going to figure out why they did that, and that's how it moves movies around. You know, you're not going to love every single scene, and every scene's not going to just make you happy, and and you know, butterflies and all that fun stuff. But this is this is an example of how strong Hulk is. Literally held up the the island of New York, okay, on his back, okay. So I mean, Thanos should punches punching him probably shouldn't even. Yeah, but I mean, like face. Superman bench press a planet, but he's not that powerful, you know. In the movies, you know, right, he, he's right. got to struggle with with just like lifting up, you know, steel ta- or steel towers or whatever it may be. Right, know? and and I think I think one of the biggest problems with Hulk movies, especially solo Hulk movies, is that no movie has been able to gauge the strength to make it somewhat believable at the same time. Because you know, I mean, that's just like having an over, but like you were saying, having an overpowered Superman that just could just swap people away, it wouldn't be much of a movie. Yeah, and, and the Hulk has got so much space, like exponential power, too. Um, real quick, I want to get into a little bit into the TV show. Now, we don't remember a lot from the TV show. I, I just remember the outro, the, en- the ending more than anything. I mean, yeah. Dun, 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 yeah, I mean, where, where he always sees him walking away in a lonely, depressed Well, they, they they brought that back in Edward Norton's uh, movie. You know, he was hitchhiking that. stuff, and you had the piano playing that the little Bill Bixby theme. Well, and, pl- and plus Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't yeah. knock Lou for. I mean, even, even the guy that, that played Bruce Banner is just really not. Well, and he's, he's played the voice of the Hulk in Angley's, I believe. I know he played it in uh, Edward Norton's uh, version, and he played it in all the Avengers movie that Mark Ruffalo has been in up until the Professor Hulk thing. He was the one doing the, you know, the growling and yeah. stuff. Well, well, actually, and, and in fact, he, he, was, uh, he had a guest spot in the Edward Norton. It was the Edward Norton where he was the security guard. He's had, so. he, he has a... Uh, um, uh, cameos in, in all of it, I think. Yeah. Um, because in, in Ang Lee's, uh, he was a security guard with Stan Lee at the uh, at the laboratory place right. that, that, that uh, Bruce worked at. So in the original uh, TV show, his name uh, was not Bruce Banner. It was David Bruce Banner. So his first name was David. Whereas in the other iterations, all, basically all other iterations, it's Bruce David Banner because his father's yeah. name was David. Um, you know, the, the TV show, it, uh, it started out with him doing experiments on himself because he couldn't, uh, save his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was looking into those situations where, you know, mothers are known to lift cars off of the, uh, off of the, their child to, yeah. to save them. They, they get this strength from somewhere and he couldn't do it in that one, one situation. So he studied on why that happens and why he couldn't do it. And that's why he eventually turned into the Hulk. So, you know, that's very, still very different from the comics, but I really liked the TV show because it also had the, uh, was it an investigative journalist or a detective that was always searching for the Hulk? I think it was, uh, it might have been a detective. I, again, it's been it's been a while since I've seen that. I mean, and, and but you got you to kind of also give it credit to the fact that it was way ahead of its time 
for what it was. You know, I mean, yeah, it was a reporter. His name was Jack McGee, and I thought that was really cool because you had David. He was he was searching. He was walking around the country. He didn't want to get caught, so he always had to be kind of a nomad walking around. Uh, but he'd run into people like a quantum leap episode that, you know, he needed to interact with and, and fix situations. He'd eventually yeah. turn into the Hulk. And then this other uh, journalist was always kind of, you know, I think they had thought that David was killed by the Hulk. And so they, they were never sure. Yeah. They haven't really seen sightings of him, but they've seen sightings of this green monster and everything. It was a good, it was a good show for its time. I mean, you know, it really, I mean, cause seriously, you know, yeah, you had Superman's, you know, and you Except had... for when they brought Thor into the TV <laughs> oh show. Oh, my God. That was, that was so much Clown cheesiest. show. Clown show. I mean, and, and, and I mean, again... Seeing Lou Ferrigno oh, wrestle man. around with a uh, thrift store version of Thor was but, but at the same time, I mean, his his costume was very, I mean, on point. You know, I mean, that costume is exactly... Yeah, I mean, yeah more so than the Marvel but, one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, but I mean, that's you know we talk about how you got to change some. You some really of the do comics. You really do. You got to do it enough. I mean, and a lot of people are like, oh well, you know, we're trying to reach new audiences, or we're trying to, you know, we, you know, it's not going to be exactly like the comic books. But the problem is, is when you go so far away from your source material, meaning comic books. And, and, you know, these writers and creators, you know, that's kind of why I like Deadpool because, you know, Rob Liefeld, you know, he's, I've met the guy and, and, you know, I, I really like his art. A lot of people clown on him because he can't draw feet or whatever it is. And, uh, but it's not as bad as that I, Captain I, America driving, drawing. Did you, that he, is that, Captain, that is Rob Liefeld. The one with the huge yes, chest. That's Rob Liefeld. Like he's looking forward, but the chest is looking to the side. That's Rob Liefeld. That's the most terrible he comic. Drew that drawing i've ever seen in my and life they, and it's ridiculed online and, and, for and, it. and, and you think it's fake but it's not it really that's he, he you guys go to our facebook page we'll try to post a picture of that yeah. Captain america chest so you guys can see what we're and, talking about and, it's ridiculous and funny enough rob Liefeld did create uh, an also character called pouch because he a pouch man so he had was nothing made of nothing but pouches because he <laughs> likes to write draw pouches in his characters like deadpool <laughs> but no no i mean it's like condiment man like in lego batman they're like yeah it's a real one look it up it's worth the Google. Yeah, <laughs> I, I digress. But I mean, that, that's what I'm saying is that when when the creators are involved, usually you don't have problems and you don't have people saying, you know, it's it's kind of like they're guard keepers of, of, of their work, you know, where it's like, you know, you can't you can't knock, you know, Stan Lee for making a decision about the Hulk and, and, and adding stuff into the Hulk. Because he created the Hulk, you know. If yeah, he, it's if not he like Stan Lee wrote it for fifty years <laughs> right. either. He created it, and then he went on to other right, things. Right, other people took it over. But, so, but you know, you can't sit there and say, "Oh, you're wrong, Stanley." <laughs> you know, it's like Donald is wrong on the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like George Lucas. Right. Anything he says is canon. Right, right. Well, you know, and with the TV show, it was it was all about repression. You know, rep- repressing the Hulk. Keeping the Hulk from from destroying property, I mean, and and the scale of that Hulk would destroy property in the TV show was a lot different than it was in the movies. But I think he he came to came to to like having the Hulk being able to because I mean he'd run he into situations people. that yeah. he couldn't do anything yeah. about, and uh, you know there are some times where it, the Hulk went a little too far, and you know and he was still trying to get rid of it, but in yeah. those moments he was I think he was glad to have it. Uh, I my 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 only real memory of watching that show, and it might have been the death of Hulk, like the TV movie or whatever, but is him falling out of the the plane as the Hulk, 
and he landed and he turned back into Bruce and I think he died. But I can't remember how it all went. But, you know, it was a good show for what it is. I'm not going to recommend any any of our listeners go watch it because, you know, some things you just leave in, in the past. It's not anything good, yeah. you know. If you like going back and watching old TV shows, sure, go back and watch it. And if it, you enjoyed the television show, again, we're not knocking you for it because it's... It, we it enjoyed really, it. it we, we did. You know, I mean, it's not my fa- most favorite thing because, again, you know, it was a lot of, a little bit of clown show, you know, but it it, it was good it for what it was. CGI back then. Right, right. It. You know, I, I really, truly... I mean, you think about it, you know, okay, there was an old version of Spider-Man, I believe, back... Back, oh, yeah. a live action yeah. Spider-Man and then the Hulk you know there wasn't a lot of it you know like with with DC they had you know they had the the Batman you know and uh, yeah, comics was ahead of the t- their time it was. at the time you couldn't make From, any of those into movies and not have them be silly DC, DC had a lock on it though you know back then you know DC really just but only in what 1989 when Batman came out or well no Christopher Eve, I guess it did you know, what is that 70 no I'm, ta- I'm going back talking about black and white uh, Superman and, and yeah, and, but that well, that wasn't really DC around then, was it? I mean, it was kind of, but it wasn't the DC that we know today. Well, it was. They, met, they merged action comics and detective comics and, and yeah. made it DC. Well, well, well. They what it was is uh, they merged action comics because DC detective comics had always been out there right. and 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 to this day, like I literally, I just bought you know. Action Comics 1000 and Detective Comics 1000 for my my local uh, comic book store collected and and I you know they they had they sold a lot of copies of that that uh that um issue and it was it was just it was a really good issue and, and just to think that I got number 1000 compared to you know the past one, one. <laughs> back back one Way or back number then. two yeah yeah anything but, in the top ten maybe but you know that's what I'm saying DC was doing it big in the TV shows and then Marvel just started doing it with with the Hulk but well then we hit uh, Ang Lee's uh, and now Ang Lee did uh, like Crouching Tiger uh, did uh, yeah. Brokeback Mountain all these award winning uh, award winning films um, and then we got we got Hulk I was about to say the Hulk but I, the, the movie's just called Hulk. Yeah. Um, and he what he tried to do in there, and and, and just so people know, um, he would he actually did like the I think he did hit that actual voice capture or not voice capture the motion capture. So like you know when when Ang Lee, <coughs> excuse me when Ang Lee was trying to describe how the Hulk should move, he finally just did the movements and yeah. they copied the movements off of him. But you know motion capture wasn't up to par back then. CGI, you know, I think it was pretty close to like the the prequel era CGI where you know it 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 looked all right for its time, but you know it definitely looks dated now. Now he just looks like a cartoon character in a live action. It, it, okay, here's the thing: the history, no, it really didn't line up. You know, I mean, it didn't line up with the comics. It didn't line up with really anything. Talking was, about how he got it, his powers, yeah, how he got his, and all that, and his dad being a part of it. At least he was saving somebody, and it was an accident, right. as opposed to the other two. Well, I mean, he was getting injections when he was a kid. Out, you know, I mean, yeah, there was that whole subplot. You know, I mean, I understand. Well, and I understand him, him, because his dad played the role that he played in the comics, meaning that he was just this, you know, genetic uh, radiation, whatever, type scientist. But what what Ang Lee did right was, 
I re- and what I really liked was I, I believe that he broke he broke the movie down into a comic book strip. Yeah, you'd have certain scenes where when, if it's just one person or an intimate moment, you know, it's just on the screen. But if there are a lot of different things that are going on, it shows them in like little panels on one screen. So you'd have like three yeah. different views on one screen and they look like they were in comic panels. That was kind of a cool idea. It, it annoyed the crap out of a lot of people. Though. It did. It a didn't, lot it, it of didn't bother me that. at all. It didn't I, bother me. I saw what he was doing. I'm like, yeah. uh you know, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Everything is fine for this movie. Um, I, I thought it was a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, the the crazy thing is 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 the one thing I I think I did notice that he also did right was that basically you know yeah his dad was kind of a villain in it, and you know um, General Ross was you know obviously the villain again you know but. Which you know, at, at the beginning, that's who the the villain for the Hulk was 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 Ross, you know. Uh, but but what they did right, I believe, was they made the Hulk the villain in the movie. And, yeah, and you had Ross, you had his dad, but he really was the villain in the movie, in a way. Yeah, and, I guess so. I mean, I'd say that one side character. Oh man, he's in. Uh, I think he's in Sweet Home Alabama with Reese Witherspoon. Mm. He had. Uh, he was a real. Yes, 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 yes. Crappy, uh, smarmy guy in that a, movie. Yeah, and he he plays that smart, smart, whatever word you just said. But uh, he plays that. He plays that role very well. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's a likable character. Gosh, you're looking that up because you got to. Because, but I see what you're saying. Uh, I mean, Josh Lucas, that was yes, his name, and yes. he, he plays a good jerk. He plays jerks. He a, does a lot of the time. But him and Sam Elliott, his his General Ross, I liked his General I Ross a lot because I, I mean too. he was he was more um, he just you know he looked like military off. man too. Yeah. You know he was like the quintessential military general. You know. Yeah, and and maybe he was less um, flushed out. Um, than than uh, the one that was in Edward Norton's uh, Hulk, but um, well, he you know he he actually funny enough we should talk about that, but he actually carried over into the Marvel universe with the uh, the Avengers and things like that. He he the same Hulk that was in the Edward Norton one is the same Hulk in the Avengers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know his, his little nickname. Uh, Thunder Thunderbolt Ross, yeah, that was his name. Which, right? which, which is funny was, because there was a comic strip with him in it, and and the name of the team was a bunch of bad guys turned uh, superheroes named the Thunderbolts. Yeah, what was what was what, didn't he have Giant a, Man? Didn't was he have a it? certain name? But when he was the Red Hulk, didn't he have a certain <sighs> name? It was something Hulk or something like that. Oh, I, can't I can't remember. remember. But yeah, that one was played by uh, William Hurt in in the yeah. Edward Norton one. Yeah. But uh, the Angley one, uh, everybody did fine. I think uh, Eric Bana was hugely miscast. He is an amazing actor, yeah. he, he, and he did good with what he had, but he doesn't have the look for the Hulk. He's he too big and buff, and I don't know if they wanted to make the big Hulk more realistic because that's what he was when he was uh, Bruce or what, but, you know, it's kind of like Peter Parker. You know, you need a certain type of a yeah. build for that. Well, actually the same build for both those characters. Yeah, pretty much. You know? Pretty and, much. And, 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 you know... What I did like about the Ang Lee Hulk is that Velvet Revolver song that they had just formed. Uh, they have Slash and uh, a couple other people. Yeah. But they, they did a song for yeah. that. It was really good. And, and, and you know, it's... I, I liked... Like, I, I love San Francisco, okay? I mean, I, I don't love a lot of the politics there, but I do love the, the, the city of San Francisco. I mean, it's a beautiful city. And, and they it was awesome because you got to see a lot of that city... And, uh, 
it was just it's such a beautiful city if you if you've never been you you really need to check it out i mean it but it it, it was good that they filmed it there you know he went out to the desert you know all that other stuff too but you know it's just like like we said you know before you know the the scenery and the uh the the places and stuff like that they can become characters themselves and i'm not saying that that happened in this one but it it was good to see the city of san francisco is beautiful but you know yeah, I, uh, I, that real quick, that song by the Velvet Revolvers called Set Me Free, and it was from the okay. Hulk song. And it was like when Velvet, Velvet Revolver first formed, they had written a song for yeah. the, the movie and everything. But yeah, I, I, I like I the locations and all that kind of, you know, I, I don't think it concentrated on much. But I mean, this was like our first real, you know, I guess big you'd time say production. Le- legitimate big time production of the Hulk. And it was cool to see some things like how the Hulk travels when he just jumps really high and really far. And yeah. that's, you know, I mean, in the comics, you see that all the time. You yeah. Know, the little swoops that shows where he jumps. And yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, that was cool to see. And then it was cool to see. How does, he, how does he change flight mid-flight? I mean, mid-jump, you, you know? Can't, how, once you start on the direction, <laughs> you're just like, well, so, I'm going this way now. I, I mean, what if you're going to land on a bunch of puppies, you that know? That would suck, yeah. I mean, that would really suck. But. You have to like... You have to like you know make your body big like, yeah. like you have a squirrel suit or something. Land on 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 the tips of your fingers. And go the, and into your a toes. ball when yeah. you want to go in faster. <laughs> spread yourself out. Yeah, something like that. That'd be kind of a cool power. I mean, I mean, and now you know I, I want to kind of talk about you know his his the the mental side you know the the mental illness or the the mental side of of this particular Hulk. This one was it was definitely a mindless beast. Um, Eric Banner. You know, he had basically daddy issues in this movie. You know, it was it was big time daddy issues. You know, I mean, he loved his mother and everything, but his dad caused him so much strife throughout his life, you know, when he was younger that it affected him longer on in life. Yeah. So in this movie, basically real quick, the uh, when his when he was young, his dad experimented, injected him with a lot of different things, did experiments. And you could see he has this this inner rage, which which Bruce always kind of buried deep. And uh, his dad killed his mother and uh, went psychotic and everything was trying to was going to kill Bruce because he saw some kind of monster that was inside of Bruce and thought he should be dead but he got arrested by the military before that could happen yeah. and then later on when he got exposed to those gamma beams that interacted with the stuff that he already had in him. But yeah, he has a lot of repression issues, especially for his dad and what his dad did to his mom. But the thing is, is he didn't even remember all that until he had like the procedure, right? Right. Because he wasn't even thinking about it until then he's like, wait, I don't remember my mom and dad. And then he started to remember what happened and he had to remember that his mom was killed. We had no association with his dad at that point because I mean, whether it to be, you know, subconscious, you know, just doesn't want to have anything to do with him or just, you know, his like Bruce Cranston or something. Yeah, it's a piece like of crap or whatever, you know. But I mean, it was it was kind of a daddy issue situation with him, and um, he really, like you said, you know, he was repressed from such a young age due to you know abusive father and and things like that. So you know that that kind of you know being repressed like that, you know, represses your anger. You know what I mean? And so that's the thing with with Bruce Banner and and the Hulk is that you know it's always about you know you you see him as this little nerdy guy that you know. Oh, he, you know, he can't do nothing to nobody. He, you know, yeah. Oh, he's angry. Okay. Ooh, whoop-de-doo, you know, but in reality, like seeing Eric Banner, I still wouldn't <laughs> want to go after Eric Banner. That's no, it's a big dude, but that's where they got that wrong, you know, on this movie. But you know, it's, it's all about, you know, that repression, you know, caused by his dad that that's really kind of what set him off on a regular basis, you know, and 
then you know we we obviously get into the the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but and at the end, I I think it was interesting to see we actually saw a Bruce who kind of felt exhilarated by the Hulk because whenever he goes to San Francisco, they drop Jennifer Connelly off her Betty off, and he turns back into Bruce, and he's been yeah. Hulk for the last twenty minutes or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, you know, he kind of like smiles at her and breathes. He's like, I found you, uh, yeah. or you found me one of the two, but, um, it's, or she, she said something like, you didn't make it easy. And he's like, yes, it was, or you didn't make it hard or whatever. And he's like, yes, I did or whatever. But I mean, yeah. it looked like he was kind of exhilarated by the experience, which I think we do see sometimes, even though Bruce doesn't like the Hulk and is constantly trying to get rid of him. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you in this, you had like mutant dogs that he had to fight <laughs> and the military. So that's one of the big things with the Hulk. And it's kind of like Superman too, um, where, where you know, he's, he's a mainly a powerful physical strength type of character. And that's that's who you have to fight. So you have to have someone strong enough, which is why I liked uh, what I liked about the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. Um, that one had less to do with... <clears throat> um, it, it, what's interesting about this one is it doesn't really give much backstory about how it happened. You know, and during the titles, as the titles are going, you see it happen. He's going through the experiments and everything like that. You don't see what actually happened, and it's not really reference what happened. He just, you know, uh, but it th- still it, it still worked because you know, pretty much everybody knows what happens to Bruce, and in, in one way or another, he gets shot with a bunch of you know radiation. Therefore, he becomes the Hulk. Yeah, and we've said before on the show that you know. Um, uh, Marvel, you know, didn't really, you know, this this came out around the same time as Iron Man. You know, they didn't really have a plan. They had a plan, but they didn't have a plan. Like they wanted to yeah. a shared universe, but they weren't taking the steps to make a, 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 you know, besides you know, a couple little cameos or little things here and there. Um, and that's one of the things that was in this movie is that in this movie, this this Bruce Banner was actually working on. Um, the um, super soldier, the serum. super soldier serum that Captain America used, and if you see in the little vial um, uh, that that they that um, that Bruce was working on, that um, that General Ross shows, um, what's Tim Ross' character name in that? Uh, Blonsky. Yeah. When when uh, he was showing Blonsky that you see this this person's name, and it was actually a, in the comics a code name for uh, Erskine. Who in the Captain America movie is the one, the German dude that turned um, Steve Rogers into Captain America? So basically, you know, Steve Rogers, that experiment went right. Every other attempt after that to repeat that success uh, went went wrong, and that's what happened with Edward Norton. But it's it's kind of just no, mentioned that, in a little that, passing that, scene. That's based in fact. That's based in comic book history. Well, when they're, when they're, it was Hulk, though, I mean, when it first came out, he wasn't doing that, and then I think they retconned it. They so. did, they did. But what I'm saying is, is it it made sense because you know, um, you know, they reference it with uh, a lot of cartoons with 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 the Hulk, with uh, with Wolverine, and things like that, and some of the the comic book uh, cartoons type situations because you know. Wolverine has a healing factor, but so does the Hulk, you know, and the Hulk actually has maybe number two, you know, right behind maybe either Deadpool or Wolverine. Uh, I mean, he really has one of the strongest immune systems. Saber tooth, like right even with yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we can get it all into that, you know, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is the same, same thing with Captain America is that Captain America was able to heal pretty quickly from wounds. And that's why they kind of based it because, they, you know, it made sense that, you know, where, where would they get the idea for this? You know, where would they get the idea to make an ultimate weapon human 
well, from Captain America, you know, and and, and it really kind of yeah, worked. Whereas the Bill Bixby one was him trying to find the strength or trying to find a reason why he couldn't lift a car when yeah. other people do. And in Ang Lee's, it was just kind of an accident with Gamma stuff. They didn't even mention that. This actually showed that they were kind of like thinking ahead, like, yeah. hey, yeah. we could bring this back later. This should be mm-hmm. the, the same thing that turned Captain America, whereas Captain America is the only time it worked perfectly. Right. And and, and with, with 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 that the Edward Norton one, I, I just felt like it felt like a Hulk movie. It felt like a Hulk movie. It felt like like um you know, it didn't it didn't feel like they were trying to warp it or change something here or there. They felt like they were trying to really follow a plan in here and, and you know, like I said, you know, who who better to bring in there? Because Ross, you know, Ross is an annoyance mainly. He's like a mosquito to the Hulk, you know, a comparable, you know. But he was his original villain, you know. But you know, it, it it's he's kind of like a mosquito, you know what I mean? And and then you know where where the Ang Lee one, Hulk was the villain, you know, himself was a villain. Where this one, you know, what better creature to bring than the Abomination, who happens to be because of the Hulk, you know, taking from the Hulk's DNA and his blood, you know, he's as strong as the Hulk. Yeah, and, and, and when they did The Incredible Hulk, Edward Norton, uh, William Hurt, who plays uh, Thunderbolt Ross, or General Ross, um, and Tim Blake Nelson, who played uh, Samuel Stearns, they had all signed on for three uh, movies because they were planning on, you know, expanding this more. And the the um, the Samuel Stearns was going to be, like, the main villain as that goes on because he turns into, uh, what is his name? Um, What, they got Mr. Blue? Yeah. Actually, he he's supposed to be um, um, Sam Samuel um, Samson. Okay. I I, I want to say he because he was a research assistant. The leader is what I was thinking. Of. Oh, That's, the leader. He, yeah, he turns into the okay. leader. That's kind of the Hulk's ultimate weapon because you know where ultimate villain villain because you know he's not he's not strong. But he uses the gamma radiation instead of using it for strength. He uses it for uh, brain power, basically creating, becoming the the smartest man on the planet. You know, even yeah, because in the movie, the 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 blood of Bruce Banner broke and it dripped into an open wound he had. Mm-hmm. And his hand, his head started expanding. So he would do this. Okay, so maybe it was thing. the yeah, maybe maybe he was supposed to be yeah that that villain. But he, you know, he it's a good villain. It really is because he. You know he he's got the smarts that Hulk doesn't. He just doesn't have the 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 strength that Hulk does. You know, but he's you know he just uses it all for mental. Yeah, it's a shame because uh, Edward Norton, um, who notoriously kind of butts head heads with directors and, and film studios because he want he has a certain vision for it. Uh, in American History X, the director uh, left, didn't do any of the editing, and actually Edward Norton finished the editing on that. Um, so it's, it's they say it's almost as much Edward Norton's film as it is um, the, the one who directed American History X. And he apparently had some little um, problems with the Marvel Studios. He expected it to be a darker Hulk. And uh, so, you know, they kind of, he wasn't invited back to, to do the Hulk. But, you know, if he would have been, a, they would have done a darker Hulk like Edward Norton wanted. I mean, that's what 
that's what you need to get because like we said this is a monster movie this is a Jekyll and Hyde situation this is not a superhero right this is a guy that runs around with superheroes but has this an extreme you know mental issues as far as the split mm-hmm. personality deal and he's got this monster mutation inside of him that can go off at any second so I mean he, he's it's really supposed to be kind of a horror movie not really a horror movie but you know a, a, a monster movie yeah and, and I get that but it also kind of hit the you know he really hit the the being of, um, you know, not in control. You know, I mean, it, it was for for the Edward Norton mental illness type situation. I mean, he he was almost OCD about about everything. If you notice, like the little little drop of blood that gets into the soda. I like that. I, I no, I'm yeah. I'm, not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that that he was kind of like the OCD version of Hulk or of Bruce Banner, where he was, you know, check. Uh, crossing all his T's and dotting his eyes on every single thing, even taking some sort of uh, martial arts to yeah. work on his on his uh, you know his brain Breathing and his body, and you know, stuff. yeah, and 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 to to be calm, and um, but you know he he pulls out the Hulk like like a a six shooter or something. Yeah, you know? he he almost uh, the Edward Norton one. They, he seemed less neurotic than than the other ones. Like like you know he was just kind of. It was it was the time span, right? He's he's talking with Mister Blue, uh, who ended up being the Samuel Stearns guy, and you know it was all about okay, I just need to get this done. Whereas the Bill Bixby one, he was in torture because of his wife and, and trying to figure out his own issues, very depressed and all that. Uh, the uh, the uh, Eric Bana one, you know, he lost his memory because he repressed it because he had such a bad childhood and it had to do with his parents. So we had to see that unfolding and everything. Um, and then Mark Ruffalo, you know, he lives with with this trying to you know get rid of it and everything but you know eventually in the end he decides you know he learns how to live with it because he's angry all the time and that's well, how he, he controls he, it he always you know the mark ruffalo version he he's all about using his brain you know and 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 you know doing stuff that that the all the hulks other hulks iterations were basically fighting it you know but i mean he was just like saying that you know literally that he's always angry yeah. he's that's why he's able to control the hulk you know which kind of makes sense, but you know where Edward Norton was kind of the very reserved person, didn't want to use the Hulk as a weapon. Where the Ang Lee version was just he was totally out of control, like he had no control over over that that Hulk version. It was just kind of out, you know out of his hands. Where the Bixby version was more. Yeah, he, Eric Bana looked like he was constipated. He yeah, like yeah. He was trying to take a W. Like you know, the first time, one of yeah. the first times, he was like. Yeah, <laughs> it just and, looked like he was trying yeah. to take a dump. Where Bixby's version was kind of more like, like um, old monster movies, where old you know he, movies, he'd yeah. look and his eyes were wide and he had the contacts yeah. in, and it was like yeah. where where you know Edward Norton's kind of seemed like you know he he was kind of leaving the science, you know his science background and his his own life as as Bruce Banner in out you know out in the dust, you know, out in the middle of the desert, you know, wants to leave him there and, and, you know, just realize, come to that realization that he will not never have a normal life that he, he, uh, he will constantly, you know, th- this is where it comes in more control of, of the fact that he had multiple personalities, you know, two personalities, you know, basically, but he had multiple personalities where Mark Ruffalo was kind of oneness with the Hulk, yeah, you know where where Edward Norton was kind of you know completely split from those two separate personalities. Yeah, and he was much more aware and um, and like you said, like frantic about um, 
you know, who's around him, what can set him yeah. off and everything. And like you said, with the blood that he dropped in the factory and, you know, Betty, you can't be around me right now and telling her you got to go because yeah. of this, you know, and, and, you know, that or talk, talking about going into a subway as the Hulk, you know, and, yeah. and praying to God that he just doesn't flip out and, and then kill everybody. You know, yeah. I mean, Mark Ruffalo kind of added on to that with saying, you know, being in a sub, thinking that that was a sub, the helicarrier was a submarine. He's like, great. Yeah. You want the Hulk down in, you know, in a, in a little tiny tin can, you know, that's not going to work. But, but like you were saying, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt you on no, that one, but, but yeah, no. Yeah. It's, 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 he's, he's a lot more subtle about it. I think, you know, if we get too much drama with Bruce, Bruce Banner and, and what's going on with his, his psyche and everything, you know, it's, it's, you dive too much, you know, it gets boring. You dive too much into that. But I mean, Edward Norton seemed like he'd kind of, you know, accepted what had happened to him, but is trying to fix it and not and is not moping about it and, and is right, trying to right. take He's actions. proactive, exactly. extremely proactive. Yeah, and, and you know, as far as the Hulk look goes, I mean, I thought that's the best-looking Hulk we got. Absolutely. Um, Ang Lee's looked terrible. It looked like a roly-poly. Just He almost yeah. looked more fat. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> he's just like a fat guy with the, who's really muscly. No, it looked like something off Minecraft or, you know, like, yeah. like a character and, off Minecraft. Yeah, and that could Very be... Very blocky. <laughs> And that, that could have something to do with, you know, graphics or uh, oh, CGI back then or whatever. But, I mean, I still think Edward Norton's looks better than the one that's in the Avengers. Uh, it well, looks well, more I, realistic, at yeah, least to me. And, and I like the way that they, you know, the last two, that they, you know, the Avengers version and then the Edward Norton, that, you know, they tried to make the Hulk somewhat resemble the actor. You know, like, I mean, obviously with Mark Ruffalo, I mean, it's it's like a spot on, just a gigantic version of Mark Ruffalo. That's and I don't green. like that. No, and, and I'm not I'm not saying that that's great and everything. I'm just saying that it was it was kind of cool that they were able to do that. Right, right. You know, and 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 it just kind of you know it, it is what it is. But like I said, you I know, thought it was cool when I first saw it. I was like, yeah, you know, that's cool. That I mean, it would kind of make sense for him to look somewhat like himself and everything. Um, but I just think you know, if you're gonna go, you know, monster, you know, it, it, it kind of it weirds me out sometimes, you know, and he kind of like walks and acts like an ape it's real apish and everything whereas oh you're talking you're talking about the mark, the ruffalo, mark ruffalo one yeah. yeah but whereas the edward norton one is it's very this is just a powerful monster well and and, and that's the thing the powerful monster is gonna is gonna you know shoulders back head up come at you like a freight train yeah, where, whereas where, mark ruffalo's kind of hunched over and just you know I, hunchback in notre dame and, yeah and which was like actually another one of the influences um you know all these old monsters and everything um, I really liked the Blonsky character. Um, I liked that they got Tim Robbins to play him. Uh, or Tim that Robbins, was awesome. Tim Roth yeah, to play him. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, he's such a, you know, he's a shorter guy, but he's a tough guy and everything. You know, I like, they they put in, you know, the general's like, how old are you, like 40, 48, 49 or something like that? And he's like, yeah, I'm 39. And he's like, yeah, the job takes a toll out of you. So you can see that he's a seasoned veteran of, of you know, warfare. fighting and warfare and everything. And he, he has this... You slowly, you, you they do a good job of showing his uh, descent into being obsessive about this power, and and how you know what Black Widow says in, in the movie. You know, there's this guy who is extremely powerful and can win any fight, but chooses not to. You know, yeah, because he yeah. he chooses not to fight because he knows he'll win, and, yeah. and and but then you have the dichotomy of of, of the of Blonsky who turned into the abomination by the end. He kept getting injections and all that kind of stuff, 
My question is, what happened to the abomination? Because if the Incredible Hulk is part of this whole universe and everything, you know, the abomination never turned back and the Hulk left him alive at the end of the movie, decided not to kill him after Betty told him not to kill him, you know, and he left him alive. So what happened to that guy? I mean, where is he imprisoned at? He he went to the same place that the rhino from the Spider-Man movies went to. (laughs) Because nobody knows. Well, and and, and here's the thing. Um, In the comic books, you know, Reed Richards and uh, Hank Pym, they create um, another a doorway into another dimension up in space, and then they create basically a, called the negative zone. Yeah, but it, well, nah, is, or is the it, negative zone something different? Something I can't because I neg- know that's where they did some of the fighting in Civil War. They went to the negative zone. Yeah, but but they send you know they create their prisons, which makes sense, obviously, you know. But I, I want to say I want to feel like that that's where they're going to go. Um, and man, just a little side note: I really hope that they make a Fantastic Four, a proper Fantastic Four movie. And like cast like John Krasinski as as uh, Mr. Fantastic, and you know, ever you know that news. We take out. Emily yeah. Blunt and make her the Invisible Woman. Yeah. Why just go just go for it? Well, and that's what saying. You know, people have put him in costumes and fan art and everything, and people have been talking about it for years now, having those two play those two roles. And it's like I, at first when I saw him, like yeah, that'd be pretty cool. You know, I'd I pay know, money for it. I know John Krasinski auditioned for Captain America and almost got it. He got to the point where they were testing suits. So yeah. I mean, he got pretty close and everything. So I know he. I think because of do his it. height, his height. Is, yeah, probably because he's taller and everything. But you know, I, I just think it'd be too predictable now. I hope that they get somebody new uh, to, to 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 play them. But yeah, I don't know. As far as as far as the Hulk goes, though, it's it's really. I mean, it's it's almost impossible to make a movie now because yeah. Marvel Universal can't make a Hulk no. movie, they, but they get to distribute it. Yeah. So. You know, I don't know if we'll ever see it. Maybe Universal will come to the table sometime. I doubt it because Disney just bought Fox, and you know, Universal's trying to compete with this massive company and everything. Well, and plus, there, there will be laws. I mean, if Disney, I mean, Disney's already trying to buy up everything, you know. And and the thing is, is there will come a day where you know, didn't matter what side you're on as far as politics go, but uh, there they will not let you get a monopoly in in this country or in the world, you know, for that matter, you know, yeah. they, they well, just probably going to talk about that. in one of our yeah. next couple episodes with I, one of your our guests. And, and I agree with you. And I, I think we're both in agreement that, you know, we, we just don't think that they're going to be able to make a, a Hulk solo movie that, that really works. That's any, really any better than the Edward Norton one. Not yeah, Not in our opinion. And I know a lot of people like, you know, the Edward Norton Hulk and that's fine. And everything. I, 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 I prefer, or I mean the Mark Ruffalo one, um, I prefer the Edward Norton one for mm-hmm. you know some of the le- the reasons that we just listed. Um, I would I would have liked to have seen what Edward Norton could have done, especially sharing the screen with all these characters. Um, I don't know. I know that there's rumors he doesn't play well with with you know yeah. others and big casts and stuff like that. But maybe that's that's not true. Uh, I would have liked to have seen where they they went with it though, um, especially if they could have made it darker like he was talking about, and then we might actually get you know some of those those monster movie type. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, he's in comic books and kids weird comic books, but. Merc, uh, the 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 Hulk is a murderous person. <laughs> he he straight up destroys and kills people and and doesn't care. And uh, you know, I mean, not saying that he's a bad guy, but he kind of you know he's he's te- he teeters on that on that edge there. You know where you know going into being not even an anti villain because he's just a raging beast. But you know he really kind of teeters on being good or is he bad or is he good or is he bad and you know you know you get characters like the Thor, like Thor 
who are really the only ones that can control him. So that's probably why they put him on the Avengers, you know, just because his strength level is up there. I mean, he's a god, you know, so it's really, you know, you get... Lowercase g. Yeah, lowercase g. But uh, he, he uh, he's really the only one that can control the Hulk, you know, and stop the Hulk if he re- really needs to, you know. Or at least try to point him elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Like the, uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean... There, there, there's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of a lot of pluses and bad things for the Hulk character. I, I don't think the Hulk gets talked about much because he doesn't get his own, you know, solo movies as, as like Thor and Iron Man and Superman and Captain America. All these, all these people that get their solo movies um, because you had to get the tone exactly perfect with this one character. Because yes, he's a superhero in comics, but also he's not a superhero. You know, he's in comics, but he's more of, you know, the old school monster movies, which a lot of this generation nowadays doesn't get. You know, they're not used to watching the creature from the La- the Black Lagoon, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So they may not get it as, as, as much. And, you know, they can't make it a horror movie. But, I, I you know, you need to be scared of the Hulk. And the only one that I, I was like, you know, that's, that's a scary situation or that's pretty freaky or whatever, you know, that is the Edward Norton one. You really felt like this this was a scary monster that that was capable of of killing somebody and you know that's that's my opinion i i think i think it should be you know redirected as far as uh, the types of movies that they make for this character but I, I think you absolutely are right with that that i think the only iteration of the hulk that they could probably use is you know like you said make it a monster movie make it a monster movie stop throwing all this other garbage that they you know telling a backstory everybody knows the backstory hulk okay it's really not that fascinating it's really not that in depth you know i mean yeah there's science to it but you know you don't look at the science for you know when you're trying to watch a movie you know or you know get into it but you know i think that if they try to turn it into some sort of um monster movie i think that it would be successful in that way yeah, definitely. Yeah, I you know there there's there's many different ways they can take the character, and we'll have to see where they go with uh, with Mark Ruffalo's now with his, the Professor Hulk character. Um, you know, there we got we got She Hulk coming, um, so that'll be interesting to see how they do that. I hope maybe they 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 pass it off. Maybe they can give that Bruce Banner some kind of a reprieve. A uh, quick quick little history with the uh, with She Hulk is she was uh, Banner's uh, cousin. And uh, she needed a blood transfusion, which, you know, okay, you can't get blood from anywhere else. But, you know, she needed blood transfusion, and uh, Banner was the only one that was, I guess, somewhat of a match. So he gave him her blood. Therefore, she became the She-Hulk. She was a lawyer in New York. But she was, and, like, smart, too, when she was the Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she I mean, she, normal. she kept her knowledge. and so She wasn't as strong as the Hulk, but she was pretty pretty darn close and and but she was a lawyer and you know in the marvel world you know change that yeah i know but in the marvel world you either have you know you have she hulk as your lawyer or you have daredevil as your lawyer yeah oh wait wait i was supposed to say their real names because i don't want (laughs) to give their don't give their secret identity away uh real quick before we end this uh just because you brought up daredevil do you want to see him in a movie in the mcu Absolutely, and I heard that he's going to be. And you want it to be Charlie Cox, right? Oh, absolutely. His name's Charlie Cox, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, same thing with Luke Cage and that Luke Cage and and the Daredevil character. I believe spot on. They would have to make those canon because they did say that they weren't canon. Uh, all those uh, Netflix M- uh, MCU shows. They they started them out connecting them. You know, talking about what happened in New York. You know, in the first Avengers and everything. But now they say that that's that's not connected to the MCU. So. 
I don't know. Maybe how if can they, you do that, though? How know. can you really do that? Maybe they'll bring them in. Maybe they won't. You know, we've heard stuff like that in the past when they, they transfer from TV to movies and they end up yeah. just getting somebody new. Well, Kingpin, him, and then Luke Cage character. I mean, those those three, I mean, perfect casting. Throw Iron Fist in the garbage. Yep, and Jessica Jones while you're at it. <laughs> I, I didn't mind Jessica Jones too much. No, it was a good movie, but her version of Jessica Jones, uh, no, what's her name? Something Ritter. Yeah, Kristen uh, Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Yeah, she her version of it. I mean, I liked her her character, but hers being a superhero just it didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we just wanted to get on here, uh, have a little quick episode about the Hulk. You know, we'd, we'd have a few conversations about why they can't get a Hulk movie right. We don't have the answers, as you've seen during this episode. You know, we're we're not going to come to every episode expecting uh, to have an answer for you or to tell you this is how it is or should be. Uh, we just want to talk about it. Maybe it'll, you know, make you have a conversation with, with somebody else as well. Um, but, you know, how, how are they going to make a good Hulk movie? Can they make a good Hulk movie? We'll have to see in the future. Maybe maybe they'll get it right with She-Hulk. Uh, maybe because her character is so different from Bruce's. Maybe it'll work better in, in this universe that they built. And uh, if, if you want to try to reach us, you know, we're, we're all about input. And um, if you have any suggestions on, on something maybe you want us to tackle or something you may us want to, to talk about, you know, we're all, all about, you know, trying to, I mean, we're, we've seen so many movies between the both of us that we have plenty to talk about. But we also like to get some kind of influence. If, if you guys want us to talk about something, just hit us up on email or on Facebook um, uh, or even Instagram, you know, just, just just hit us up and suggest something and then uh, we'll, we'll probably take a look at it we'll probably do it just because you know we're all about that that's right and you can you can find us on uh, Facebook at the Post Credit Podcast uh, Instagram we're at the Post Credit Podcast and uh, our email is the Post Credit Podcast at gmail.com uh, we appreciate you guys listening we'll uh, see you next time and throw me a bone